Alexa. The anniversary by Tony Tone. Tone? Is that how you say his name? I have no idea what song you're talking about. It's our anniversary. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what to It's our anniversary. You haven't heard the song? Yes, I have. I'm on. She's from the plus. Anniversary. I'm just kidding. See, New Orleans people, you think think they with you. See, you thought you had a friend over there, South Louisiana. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, y'all. It's The Link Up. It's Raina, Jasmine, and Lauren. It's The Link Up back again. Podcast created for the melanated millennials maneuvering our way through life. Happy one-year anniversary to the link up podcast it's been a year it's so crazy (laughs) i remember us recording our first episode in brooklyn yeah y'all we went out the night before first of all i was like i remember being very hungover (laughs) and the session started at 8 a.m 8 a.m why would we do that ourselves we went out friday and saturday Yes. Because you know how I do. Okay. Y'all was staying with me. Hostess with the hostess. <laughs> we didn't have any sleep. No Yo, sleep. that was crazy. We went in there not knowing what we were talking about. No, no outline. No, no outline. direction. No. Our first episode was like an hour no of experience. editing. Literally. Like, it was like an hour that we had to edit. Because. ridiculous amounts of time. We came from the club, <laughs> walked in, sat in front of Mike's, and the man was like, all right, I'm going to press play. And we were like, oh. Uh, okay. Sorry, what? <laughs> like, what wait, do we do? Wait, why are we here again? What are we doing? That was crazy. That At was that moment, so crazy. I almost, like, shifted directions. Like, I almost just started pursuing pursuing my rap career. <laughs> my first time behind a well, mic. Well, because we, I really didn't know, like, what my reaction should have been because I've never been in front of a mic. Same. Right? And so the only time I've seen people in front of a mic is a rap video. Yeah. Right. Or, like, somebody <laughs> and, in the studio, like, right. rapping. Yeah. Especially in a studio context. Exactly. Like, yeah. We're in the booth. Yeah. yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, but year one, y'all, it's behind us. I'm so thankful for it. But before we get into our episode today, we have to, have to, have to honor this anniversary episode as we do with all of our episodes. And that is... My personal favorite moment of the entire podcast, our BBWA moment, our being black and white America moment, y'all. I have it today. And again, happy Martin Luther King Day, y'all. And in lieu of that, one, I have a quote. Okay. Hit us with the quote, sis. We, I mean, just, it's MLK Day. Like, it's only right that we quote Dr. King. Let's be respectful. <laughs> but yes, okay. yes. But my favorite, favorite, favorite MLK quote is the time is always right to do what is right. Period. Like, love it. Yeah. It's always the right time to do what's right. Now, that's not connected to our PBWA moment, but we needed a quote from MLK. Okay. Yeah, we did. Dr. King deserves a quote. So, anyways, our BBWA moment for today comes from one of our faithful listeners. And so, this actually occurred last MLK Day at her workplace. Okay? I'm not even ready. Listen. I don't know what to expect. (laughs) Her particular job at the time did not acknowledge MLK Day at all. They did not get off from work. They had to go into work. It was a normal day. For 
her place of work, right? And so she was a minority, obviously, in that organization. And so she was a part of a diversity committee, okay? And this diversity committee, out of all the days to meet, decided to meet on MLK Day. Mm-mm. Okay? Mm-mm-mm. Disrespectful of it, M- number one. MLK Day, okay? You're not only making her come to work and work through the MLK Day parade that she grew up going to every day, her whole family was there. Her community was there. It's MLK yeah. Day. You have to go to the hoods MLK Day Parade, okay? You got to show face. I'm just really confused by this job not having off for MLK Day. So you want to have off for Columbus Day, but you don't want to have off for MLK Day? We celebrate stolen lands. That's disrespectful. Literally. And, I mean, there was no acknowledgement of it either, you Mm. know? Mm -mm. It's just complete. It's a normal day. It's a normal Monday. Happy Monday, okay? And so... She gets to work and she has to go to this diversity committee meeting and she was already startled by the fact that she was at work. So having to go sit in this diversity committee where she was the only, Mm -hmm. first of all, was already just kind of toiling on her spirit. And so in comes the head partner of that particular organization, comes in and he says, Isn't it MLK Day? Is this not a conflict? Okay. He falls out laughing after that. All right. I'm, what, I'm uh, trying to figure what out is what's funny. What's funny? I'm sorry. What is funny? I'm sorry. What's funny? Excuse me. That's crazy. So, y'all, this particular listener is me. <laughs> <laughs> Sis is me. <sighs> I had to go to work on MLK Day. I had to sit through a diversity committee meeting on, on MLK, MLK Day. Day. I had to deal with these disrespectful comments. It was me. I was pissed. Okay, I was so upset. That's so crazy. I was so upset. And it was just like, again, it's not always what you say, it's how you say it. Right. right? And it was the tone at which it was said. It was kind of like the evil laugh, like, ha, 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 Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't even like a genuine just like... I'm going to pass through and say this. Like, wow. But it was like, oh, I made y'all come to work today. And also, we're having this meeting today. This diversity meeting. He knows he was disrespectful. Right. It's so crazy. Um, So crazy. If you're laughing like that, you know you're being disrespectful. Right. You know it. You're being disrespectful. So, girl, listen, that was my MLK day last year. I'm so sorry. I'm, You'll have a better one this year. Right. Oh, absolutely. Better ones, better days ahead. I'm headed to the parade as as soon as this episode is over. <laughs> better Gotta MLK. go to the parade. <laughs> better MLK days ahead. Love an MLK day parade. <laughs> Love it. Growing up, I had to get my sweatshirt airbrushed because I used to march in it with my church. Okay. And my mom would not let me get my name airbrushed on it because they thought that someone would follow me. I don't know. It was like one of those things in your childhood that people took too serious. And I was like, oh, yeah. Let me get my name airbrushed. All the cool people had their name airbrrushed in you the corner. You know how That's black parents corner. do. Black parents do. Tripping. <laughs> you know how they do. Tripping. I should go and get a sweatshirt airbrushed with my name on the back very yes, large. you are a grown woman. Go get your airbrushed sweatshirt. Go get, I'm going. You know what? You're right. It's Don't happening. let nobody stop you. Man, happy Martin Luther King Day, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's 
let's get into our topic for today, y'all. Today, it's all about year one, okay? Our first year podcasting, our first year coming together as a group of friends, as a group of lawyers, as a group of visionaries to make sure that we had a product and a platform for our voices to be heard in a way that connects us with women all around the country. Not just any type of woman, but women that look like us. And even just women who could relate to what we go through on a day-to-day basis. And y'all, we finished our first year. Wow. It's so crazy. We're two Isn't seasons in. Like, what? Yeah. What? We're two seasons in, y'all. And so we are so thankful. We're so blessed. Now is a good time to just interject. And just a great, huge thank you to each of you guys for rocking with us from the very beginning. It's been a learning process. It's been a growing process. It's been a great process. But there are so many listeners that have been with us since January of 2019 when we dropped our very first episode, Mimosas and Manifestations. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for sharing, y'all are liking, commenting, writers. Shout out to the writers. Yeah. Seriously, shout out. Shout out to the writers. So for a little bit, we're just going to talk about our process, right, of podcasting, our journey as podcasters. We get a ton of questions all the time about our process, how do we do it, what works, what doesn't work. So we just want to share a little bit of that knowledge as we reflect on year one. So y'all, what was your favorite moment from year one? My favorite moment was our launch party. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That was so much fun. So fun. So much fun. First off, I'm glad that we came up with that idea because that doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. And I would encourage people who are doing podcasts or starting their own podcast to do a launch party. For yeah. sure. Because the love in the room and the support that you have before you even drop something is crazy. That's like where, yeah. where you know like your people are behind you no matter what's yeah. coming out of no the matter speaker. What. Yeah. They have no idea. No one has heard a snippet, nothing. But they're like, we have faith in y'all. We believe in y'all. If y'all want to do that, we're going to come support. We're going to come party with y'all. Yeah. We're going to come Period. lift you up. We haven't heard anything. We don't Nothing. know what's about to drop. Yes. But you guys are doing it. We support and love and y'all. We love so y'all. we're there. So we're there. Yeah. And that was so beautiful. And I feel like it gave us like the encouragement that we needed to hit, send, and the upload podcasts. Yeah. Because yeah. we were on a high after that. We were, that we were like, we can't wait to upload this for everyone to hear mm-hmm. it. For sure. We're ready. We we're knew ready. no matter what, no matter who listened and who didn't, that that core group of people. Yeah. They were listening no matter what. No, seriously. Like, shout out to everyone who came. I mean, we were, like, turning up. We had the music. We had the lights down. We had a cake. We had food. People came from all over. All over. We had our friends from New Orleans coming up to New York. We had our friends in New York. We had friends from everywhere coming. It was beautiful. And as Raina said, like, if you're thinking about podcasting or even any type of small business, I would definitely support doing a launch. Yeah. I would definitely advance a launch is the right thing to do. A small launch, no matter how much you have or don't have, but just starting with what you do have and starting with your core supporters, people who are going to support you no matter what, whether it's your grandma and your auntie or your good friends. Like, because our launch party wasn't anything huge or crazy. Yeah. It was just our core group of friends who believed in us no matter what. And it didn't have to be a million people for it to be a successful launch party. Yeah. The fact that they were there 
Yeah. And had a great time. And right. the way it came together for me just made it so obvious that this is what we were supposed to be doing. Because mm-hmm. y'all know we were like trying to find spots. And then it just like, it seems like last minute, it just all came together. True. Yeah. And it was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. And like it came together so well that people thought that we just had like had that plan forever. We had planned that. Four hours before, basically. <laughs> okay. Like, it had really came together at the end. Yeah. Super quick. We were so stressed out about Super it, quick. and it was so beautiful. Y'all, we cannot talk about our launch party without talking about... The lights going out. <laughs> the light situation. <laughs> our Yo. launch party, we did not have lights for about almost two hours. Two and hours. not one person left. No That's how you really know. noticed. No, no one really like. I mean, some people did notice. <laughs> Jazz Let's was like, "Because eh. uh, I was over I there." Think they noticed like after it took so long. Yeah, they didn't notice at first because we were playing music and there was still a little bit of light. But then people were like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> there's no lights," and it was the music was coming out of a speaker before, and yes. somehow something has gone. You different. brought your portable speaker. I brought a portable speaker. Yeah. See, we adjusted, figured it out, yeah, but. Right. Again, the, we had the writers there because yeah. no one left. And to be clear, the lights went out because of... A technical issue. Yeah. They were doing work on the house. They were doing work on the house. It was some type of New York-specific yeah. issue. Yeah. It wasn't because of us No, guys. we didn't Beyonce it and like, completely shut everything <laughs> right, down. Right, right, right. But that was, that was a moment because even for me, like, I always love everything to go off without a hitch, as everyone does, right? right? We all want everything to be perfect. And so I remember in that moment feeling like, oh, my gosh, we got all of our friends here. Like, we had friends who came from far and near. And I'm like, these lights have gone off. Like, oh, we haven't even launched a podcast. And it was just like, oh. Yeah. So it made me a little anxious. Can't lie, you know. But that is just a great indication of, like, what life brings, you know. Like, with mm-hmm. the great, there's always a little twist that you have to just really kind of decide, okay, how are you going to view this? Are you going to sit there and cry or are you going to make some lemonade out of those lemons? Yeah. And so we did exactly that. We turned the music on someone's phone. Yeah. And we had a great time mm-hmm. with no lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For two hours and then thankfully the lights ended up coming on, you know, a little bit after that and we were back in business. Look, and when the lights came on, they ended up going back off later because there was lots of shaking going <laughs> yeah. on. Yes. Yeah. It was so lit that it was people so wanted the lights off anyway. much fun. Like, I just, like, I'm just reflecting on it right now and it was just amazing. That was amazing. a good time. That was a good time. I think my favorite moment of year one was actual release day. Mm-hmm. So we had our launch party that weekend, maybe that Saturday night, and then we released that Monday, a year from today on Martin Luther King Day. And so we had never let anyone else hear our first episode outside mm-hmm. of us and our engineer. And so I just did not know how people were going to receive us. Like, obviously, I didn't want to be biased and be like, oh, this is great. You know, it's right. us. So, yeah. obviously, <laughs> we we felt like this was good. We yeah. had good content. And then also, when you're going through the editing phase, you listen to it so many times that sometimes it's like, mm. by the time you finish it, it's, it's like... It's old to you. It's old. And it's yeah. like, is this even good? You know? Right. <laughs> so, on release day, it was just like, man, you know, I, I believe that this is of God and, like, this is going to be great. But it's like you still really never know how people are going to receive it. And so once we started getting messages in from people like, yo, this is good stuff. Yeah. Like I remember we were so nervous about releasing the content that like at the launch party, people were like, play, play us a snippet, play us a snippet. Uh, no. We we're like, no, can't do it. No, no, <laughs> can't no, no. Do I don't it. think it can. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, not really uploaded no, yet. No, wait until Monday, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so we kind of had cold feet about it. But 
we did it. Monday came, MLK Day came, release day came, and we let it rip, and people loved it. People loved it. So I think that day, a year from today, was my favorite moment. And, like, our writers. Like, our writers are the ones who really knew that we were having the podcast coming yep. out. And they're the ones who were listening, mm-hmm. reposting it. Pushing yeah. it. Pushing it pushing for hard. us. Because we needed, you know, everyone else to know what right. we were doing. And without those core people that were like, we got you guys, we're supporting you, we're yep. reposting you, we wouldn't have had the success that we had. Agreed. I agree. I think one of, well, I've feel like we've all experienced this moment so I won't say that like it just has only happened once but like I had heard feedback from like our friend group like our core friend group about people saying that you know they like they liked it but it really sunk in when um a, a lady walked up to me and she was like I love y'all's podcast like I feel like I'm just sitting there with my friends like I relate I feel like sometimes it's just me and y'all like let me know that it's not just me and it just makes me feel so good to hear other women who are in the same position that I'm in kind of talk through it and just to know that we had the very the exact effect that we wanted to have on so many on Mm -hmm. on women it just made me feel really good yes and I know y'all have shared with me that y'all have had those absolutely I would never forget my first time hearing that from a stranger. I was in the gym and I was like finishing up this machine and this girl kind of like slowly but surely came my way and we kind of made eye contact so I didn't know what was going on and so she finally was just like, I know you don't know me but like I listen to your podcast every single episode. I love it and that resounding thing. Like I feel like I'm listening to it with friends. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like when I'm listening, I'm with my girl gang and we're just... Joseph, like we're just going back and forth talking and that was our goal like you said Lauren from the very beginning no matter how big or small this thing is or becomes we only wanted to create a platform for women minority women to understand and feel related to yeah you know what I'm saying and understanding that no matter what industry you're in no matter what industry you're not in regardless we're going through the same stuff y'all yeah all across the board and all across America and in different countries and yeah. everything. Because whenever I was at a party in New York, the same thing happened to me. And I was like, yes, you guys are even listening out here. Because obviously our core group is where we're from, mm-hmm. like our family and friends where we're from. But to know that we've been able to reach, you know, across state lines and yeah. to other people, black women coming up to us saying, you know, y'all, that happened to me. That yeah. BBWA, girl, they was mm-hmm. talking about my hair at work. Da, 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 da. Yeah, like, yes. I love it. That's yes. exactly what we talked about before we even like, got in front of mics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's what sure. we were talking about. Absolutely. And, and, like, it's funny just, like, and we've actually talked about it in our BBWA moments that people have them and tag them in us, in yeah. us in it. Like, and it's just so amazing that when that happens to them, they think of us. Right, like, yeah. right, right, It's right, not right. just me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is another being black and white America moment. And even our non-melanated listeners. Yes, yeah. I've had that too. Like, yes. shout out to y'all. No, seriously. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. You know, understanding right. the content that we put out is not always the easiest content to listen to if you're yeah. a non-melanated yeah. person, but the fact that you guys still listen and empathize with us yes. and support us, you know, yeah, and that, right. that's also one of our goals is just like, it's awareness. Bring awareness. It's not about putting another race down or trying to point fingers or whatever the case may be. Our goal is just to bring awareness, awareness. not just to people that look like us, but really to people who are on the on the other side of the table Agreed. in these situations. To understand, because I know I've shared with y'all, like, somebody came up to me who was non-melanated and was like, you know, I was listening to it, and 
I just never thought of the fact that that's something that you have to go through and experience all the time. Yeah. And now it makes so much more sense. And like mm-hmm. without listening to this, it probably wouldn't have made as much sense yeah. to them. Yeah. My sure. non-melanated friend reached out to me just saying like, thank you, because she had no idea and that, you know, she's obviously not perfect, but she's trying to listen and learn and like hold her other non-melanated friends accountable because Love it. just like you said, they have no idea. Yeah. 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 It's about starting the conversation. Yeah. Bringing awareness to what we face mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Right. Mm-hmm. What it means to be black in white America. Right. So, yeah, shout out to y'all. And I, we're probably going to say this about 30 times throughout this episode. 300 times. <laughs> <laughs> right. Times 10, because honestly, without you guys, there would be no Link Up Podcast if we didn't have any listeners. So, um, continues to come up to us not just for compliments but we want to know who's listening you yeah, know we and we know how y'all y'all's feedback i yeah. i think of our listeners as family yeah you know because i feel like we discuss so much personal stuff mm-hmm. on our episodes that like as a listener you're getting very, very, very front row seats and involvement in our day-to-day lives. Yeah, you're getting a yeah. lot of us. You're getting a lot of us. <laughs> a lot. And so I just love to be able to meet our family, our link up family, yeah. people that are listening yeah. to us. So never be afraid or shy to come up to any of us. I always, always, love always it. love it. Love it to be able to hug you guys and thank you for listening and rocking with us. So Right. 100%. So, y'all, throughout this entire process, what would you say surprised y'all the most? The amount of work that goes into podcasting. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. You know, whenever we came up with the concept, you think, oh, yeah, I'm just going to get together my friend and just talk shit, talk Mm -hmm. about whatever we talk Mm -hmm. about all the time, girl (laughs) talk, and then... Leave. Mm-hmm. No. There's no, a no, lot no. of work going into it. Even finding work. a studio if you don't have recording equipment, um, editing after, like promoting your mm-hmm. work, coming up with topics. Coming up with content. Coming up with content, making sure your content is fresh and relevant and what yeah. the people want to hear. It's all a lot. And that's why podcasting for some people are full-time gigs. Yeah. And this is what they do. And um I 100% understand how that is a full-time gig. Because it is very hard for it to be our part-time gig. It keeps us up late at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of weekends spent. A lot of money spent and in research, it. Because, a lot like, of research. Because we want to make sure we're offering something of substance. You yeah. know, we look up stuff. We research things. We discuss, go back and forth about what we think would be the most valuable and could help, you know, our listeners the most. Mm-hmm. And all that, it's time. It's yeah. so much time. Yeah. It's time. It's time. And also, as you briefly mentioned, money. So expensive. We are self-funded. <laughs> yeah. We are no self-funded. So Ancestors. You know, we have the ability to do so, but yeah. traveling to link up and yeah. the expenses that come with that and renting out studios and paying the engineer and all the things that may come up in the in-between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not free. Mm-hmm. It's not free. It's not free. But it's worth every penny of it. It really yeah. is. And going back to the feedback that we get every time we receive a DM or repost or even just looking at those who listen to us or meet one of you guys in the streets, like, that makes it all worth it. Mm-hmm. It does. And for those that are 
thinking about creating podcasts, it is possible to do it with people that you don't live in the same state as. Like, yeah. we all don't live in the same cities, yep. and we can make it work. Yeah. We will record some episodes a lot at a time. Like, if someone is celebrating a birthday or doing a wedding in a state and it's easy for all of us to go there, we'll try to go there so mm-hmm. that we can link up with the other group yep. members. It's possible. So mm-hmm. if you are thinking about starting a podcast, don't limit yourself to just your friends in the same city that you live in. For sure, you can yeah. make it happen with other people, too. And to it is our personal choice to link up physically. Right. Because yeah. I get asked that a lot of times, um, you know, just, you know, you guys can do that digitally. Like, you don't have to be in the same place now. There's so know. many apps and all that. Yeah. <laughs> and so we definitely know, but uh, uh, our concept is to physically link up. That yeah. is where our podcast started. That was the whole goal behind the name is to really just be able to capture our link-ups. Yeah. And so... And it's um, our energy when we're together. And for, and sure. for some people, it may very well work with what they have going on. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for us, just right now, the way we're able to bounce off one another and be in the same room, mm-hmm. I just... I, that's the energy that I think makes the link-up. For yeah. sure. And plus, I always miss my friends. Right. I, I want to see my friends, too. It gives us that an too. excuse to, like, <laughs> yes. hang out and travel the world together and mm-hmm. just have fun. Yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. But if you want to do it digitally and you want to start podcasting with people that do not live in the same state, it's possible. It's definitely possible. It's There's possible. so many different uh, softwares and all that type of stuff and mics that you can buy. Yeah. For sure. What do you guys think was the most challenging part of this process? I would say the tech portion. Like, I had no idea we were going to have to become, like, mini techies yeah. to yeah. be able to start this. Mm-hmm. You know, I think now people that are deciding to go into podcasting, there are a few services that are offered to kind of get you started. But when we started, there were none. And yeah. so it basically was us reading articles, finding out what an RSS feed was. I still don't know like, what that is. Uploading. Lauren is the techie of the group, actually. <laughs> like, obviously. Finding <sighs> a host website, like, all of that was just so, like, like mind-wrecking. Like, yeah. it was so crazy to have to be able to do that. I mean, now we've been able to figure it all out, mm-hmm. but it's just, like, at the beginning, like, it was tough. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what did we get into? And I want to yeah. say that's a plus, you know, about going into just not just podcasting, but also businesses with other people mm-hmm. yeah. because you can leverage strengths and weaknesses, right? right? So, like, technical stuff like that makes my stomach hurt right? and gives me a migraine immediately. Like, if I had to figure out all that RSS feed and all that whole stuff, like, I'm the person, like, I would just pay somebody. Like, I just okay. cannot deal with that type of stuff at all. Like, I don't have the patience. I don't know what it is, but it just, it turns my stomach. So, Lauren, the fact that she was able to learn all of that mm-hmm. and, like, continue to drive that area of our podcast is, like, such a blessing. Right. And, I mean, but that's, like you said, Jazz, that's the plus of being able to, like, have each other because we Mm -hmm. all have our strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. Like, y'all know I can't post on social media. (laughs) Like, Which is also, speaking of social media, that (laughs) is hard as hell. Like, stop it. Keeping up with social media. That stuff is so hard. Yeah. You know, having, like, my personal page is fine. It's not as much pressure. Mm -hmm. Like, I put up there whatever I want. But, like, driving the social media aspect of this and feeling pressure to have content for social media on a daily Daily. basis Mm -hmm. or at least a consistent basis. One thing that we tried to do a lot better in season two that we did not really focus on in season one was work on our aesthetic or our page. We're not perfect and we have a long way to go. 
But when I think about our page in season one versus season two, different. We've totally grown. different. <laughs> we have grown, you know, and a lot of that was just taking things one thing at a time. Yeah. Like we just started. So our focus was content. Our yeah. focus was uploading, right? And so right. after we got that down packed, then we could move on to the less technical things. Like, okay, let's take a look at our social media. And it's crazy that you have to improve. think about it because it's like uh, us three, we really don't post like all the time. No. We're not like a daily posters like a like posts on Instagram. Yeah, but like, like t- timeline. Yeah, on like timeline yeah, stuff. Yeah. Obviously your story, you're throwing things up there, but a timeline, we don't really do that that no. often. But if you have a business and it's a media platform business, you need to use media platforms to get it out there and yeah. you have to have people listening. So social media is very important in that aspect to get the word out. Yeah. Right. And we had to be present daily. And balancing all of that on top of like your day-to-day work right and I think that's all of this not just like the social media aspect but the tech aspect the coming up with content aspect the you know planning trips to make it all happen and all the things that we've discussed like balancing that against actual day-to-day work like we're lawyers yeah Yeah. (laughs) like in real life other jobs we have jobs because this is this doesn't pay us like jobs jobs that are very demanding and require a lot out of us and a lot from us so trying to keep up with all of that against the backdrop of real life and real work is definitely something to be balanced not impossible but just to be balanced that's why it's so great whenever people do walk up to you and you don't know them and they yeah. congratulate you or they like t- give you the reaffirmation that you're doing such a great yeah. job because you're mm-hmm. like, yes, all that work, all that extra work that yeah. I put in, it paid off. For sure. <laughs> and I would like to say, you know, if people are thinking of doing like a podcast or business or whatever with a group of people, like just make sure your team is solid because my team is solid. Yeah. Okay. And it's like. That's huge. And. And it, because, like, you know, we all have differences of opinions, but our, at the at the core, we love and respect each other. Mm-hmm. So yeah. nothing ever goes too far, and right. nothing's ever that deep to us. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, that it's part. never that deep. Like, nothing's yeah. taken personal. It's mm-hmm. just like, hmm. Okay. Right. Right. (laughs) Like we're always amenable to hearing each other and like what we should change or what we should do next. And it's just an open conversation, which is so easy to work with. And I think it's because we have the same goal, right? At the end of the day, we understand that it's not about any of us. Mm -hmm. It's about being able to produce content that's helpful and impactful for our listeners. And when you approach Things like that, including differences, then it makes it easier to just maneuver. I right? agree. Right. Because it's like at the end of the day, we all want what's best for the podcast. Yeah. And maybe mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about it like you were thinking about it or vice versa, but we have the same goal. So if I have to give a little bit here and you have to give a little bit there, mm-hmm. it's fine because it's not about us. It's the, yeah. gra- the greater goal is to make sure our podcast is the best for our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I say make sure your team is solid and make sure that, you know, everybody has that same goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. How do you pick your team? I, that's so crazy because I don't know. Like, how do I mean, other than the fact that we were all already friends and we all already <laughs> hung out, like, but we all have different friend groups. Like, we all have our own, yeah. like, what I don't, I don't, you know, other than like God and Jazz, like, <laughs> right? Y'all, so I've been praying about it and God says, and I was like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> right. Well, but I think I, it came up because we were all in a place of like looking for more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's true. We each had shared how we wanted to develop 
um, something that would allow us to do exactly what we're doing. We didn't know what the form or expression of it would be, but we had been talking about that, right? right. And so I think, too, on top of that, it was like in law school and as we matriculated throughout our social life as young lawyers, people have always kind of said that we had a certain dynamic or chemistry about just our friendship and how we move in our career. And so it just all kind of made sense and it just came together very organically. Nothing was forced. Nothing was overthought. And it just happened. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I do think that as you think about partners in the podcast world or any other business, to definitely just let God do the orchestrating. For yeah. sure. Absolutely. And I feel like whenever you are picking your partners, especially in the podcast world, you do pick people obviously that are like-minded but then still have differences of opinion For sure. because that's what makes the content good. That's what creates these conversations that are necessary. Mm-hmm. We all can't think the same. We all can't have the same opinions or right. you might have this opinion. I never thought about that, but I agree with that. And now yeah. this is what I'm thinking about, about what you said. For sure. And it can't happen if we're all just like in line on the same. Yeah. And I love that about us. And I think our friends... People that really know us will attest to the fact that we are truly very different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we are. Yeah. <laughs> Each of us are very different. Yeah, like, 100%. We are similar in a lot of ways, but we're very different. Yeah. yeah. But I love that our diversity in thought, our diversity in upbringing and perspectives have allowed us, like you said, Raina, to have the podcast that we have in a way that we can service different types of listeners. Yeah. Right. Everyone that listens doesn't think like me. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be the only voice on my podcast. Right. Right. And Everyone, some people are a mixture of us. Some yeah. Like, right. well, I kind of like jazz mm-hmm. like this, but I'm more like Raina and that. But then I see where Lauren is with that. Right. And so, but I also think that whenever you're deciding on a podcast or a business, one thing that I think that we did really well with was knowing our audience. Mm-hmm. And it was like we knew who we were targeting. No, it's it's always great when we have other like um, legs to that. Meaning like there are other people that also listen and enjoy. But I think sometimes content can get lost, and even a business plan can get lost if you don't have a core group that you're aiming towards. Yeah, agreed. But I do think that that evolved over time, right? Okay. Because I remember having a conversation originally, and we did not want it to be something that was so boxed in in a in a way that we thought that oh, we could only garner women listeners because we're three women. Mm -hmm. And so at first we wanted to go general. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Over time it was like the organic development of our market ended up being exactly who we were. But by the time we put it out, though, we had had it. We had had that. Exactly. And it was like, okay, let's just embrace it. And we love it. We love it. We absolutely love it. And it works a thousand percent. But that is something interesting that I think that is, is underspoken that like in the beginning... We were like, General. let's just be as you know universal yeah. in no, that you're way right. as possible. Yeah. Obviously, we wanted to target black people. Yes, um, we knew that. But we were like, we don't want our, our bros to be left out. But the way that it just organically continued to evolve, it was like, well... It's fine. Like it's we fine are black to have women helping black, black women, women. <laughs> and, and then other people are listening. And if our bros listen or our non-melanated people listen, but then hope that's they learn why something. I just think it's really, even though like we didn't have it figured out at first, it's really important to figure it out. For sure, I agree. Because yeah. then you don't know what sort of content to form for whomever. Agree. Yeah. And the same thing with a business. You don't know what sort of yep. product to put out if you don't know like who you're trying to serve and with. how to market it to yes. that demographic. Yeah. Yes. And the moment we accepted it, it yeah. got easier. It did. And our content got better. Right. And it was just like, we weren't struggling to be like, oh, well, if we say that, then the guys aren't going to want to hear that. No. Mm -mm. It was easier. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot easier. 
moving forward into year two, what is something that you guys want to do better? Um, I guess be more savvy about how we can financially make it more affordable. Okay. We all have, you know, jobs and lives, and I feel like there's business ways that we can, you know, turn this podcast into a, a business for Absolutely. ourselves. Yeah. And I think that we need to actually sit down and develop the business plan, which we haven't done yet because we have been just having so much fun yeah. uh, recording <laughs> and, like, you know, seeing serving you. Yeah, yeah, seeing each other, serving you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think we can also be smart about um, making this lucrative. Agreed. I would agree with that. Agreed. I think that I would, con- like, I want to continue to think through our content in a way that is extremely relevant and practical mm-hmm. for our listeners. Like, definitely discussing the general aspects of whatever our topic is, but really providing concrete, practical ways for our listeners to implement what we're talking about. And we we try to do it all the time. Right. We definitely do. More of a conscious effort, though. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. being intentional in that area. Um, because we don't want this to just be something that you listen to and you forget about. And you forget about it, you know? Yeah. And it's just a moment. But we want it to become a lifestyle. Yeah. Right? yeah. We're, we're not perfect at all, but yeah. we definitely want to move towards progress at all times. So yeah. finding yeah. those practical ways for our listeners. I think, and we've kind of discussed this before in the past, though, y'all, is, like, maybe implementing more, um, doing things into which we can interact with our listeners more. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if it's, like, hosting events in certain places, Mm -hmm. just because we, you know, at the end of the day, like, these, our listeners, like we said, they're, like, our family, and I know that we would all have just so much fun together. Yeah. And so it'd be great if we could have these events where, you know, maybe we'll have a panel that we think would uh, benefit our listeners. Maybe we just will have a happy hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just different fun events that in different cities where our listeners live. I think that would be really good and fun. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I think that would be great. Yeah. I, I think our listeners would appreciate that too. We would be having so much fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It would be a great time for sure. Yeah. No matter what. But... Y'all, happy one-year anniversary. Happy one-year. anniversary, guys. Happy anniversary. I should have got y'all flowers. I know. You should have. (laughs) (laughs) Miss, I don't give gifts. She wants to give us flowers. It's from the heart. It's from the heart. That's That's gross. That's deep from the heart. But, you know, man, thank you guys. (laughs) Thank you guys. And cheers to just many 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 more years to come um this is just the beginning and we are so excited to see where god takes us and we promise to just continue to just be committed to bringing you guys the best content that we possibly can and continue to be the platform for the melanated melanated millennials maneuvering their way through life and also guys this Discussion isn't just for people who are thinking about podcasting, but any type of small small business. I definitely think that you can take what we talked about today and implement it. Just do it. Like we said, right. yeah. our theme for this year is execution. Mm-hmm. Execute, sis. Execute, bro. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, just do it. And that is how we were able to come to this place even with, with our podcast. Like we stated earlier, we had no idea what we were doing what we were really getting no. into. And we just hopped in. We knew we had a vision from God and we just hopped in and did it. And Boom. we're one year 
later and we know we have a long way to go but we're so thankful for where we've come thus far so and we're thankful for y'all thankful for y'all thank y'all so much enjoy the rest of your day and let's get it yeah we love you guys